Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Flood Insurance Guru Podcast. My name is Chris Green, your host and owner of the Flood Insurance Guru. Today we're going to be particularly talking to investors and multifamily investors. And we're going to be talking about some things like when is flood insurance required? Is flood insurance expensive? Can you change a flood zone in a multifamily investment property? And what might be some of the benefits here? So those are three things we're going to discuss in today's podcast. So if these things relate to you, stay tuned to today's episode. But before we get started, remember, if you've got questions about flood insurance, elevation certificates, hey, what are my flood insurance options? You know, what do I do after the flood? Make sure to visit our website, floodinsuranceguru.com. You can also find the resources in the Flood Learning Center there to help kind of guide you through this process of purchasing flood insurance if you're in that part of this journey. Remember, if you like what you're hearing on here, make sure to go to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and leave a review and let people know how we're doing. <clears throat> That's how they know. So now let's get to today's topic. We're answering these three questions today for multifamily investors. And what we're talking about is flood insurance required, is flood insurance expensive, can you change the flood zone on some of these properties you might be purchasing as a multifamily investor? So let's start with the burning question here, and that is, is flood insurance required? How do I know that flood insurance is required? So today we're going to particularly be talking about specific flood zones, generally, where flood insurance is going to be required. Let's start with non-coastal areas. Generally, if you get a flood zone determination back from a private equity lender, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and it says flood zone A, flood zone AE, anything that begins with A generally is going to require flood insurance if you're taking out any kind of mortgage. Now remember, if you're not taking out a mortgage, in most situations, flood insurance is not going to be required. It's only required when you've got that additional interest there. So if you're thinking about maybe paying off a mortgage, no, you won't necessarily have to continue to carry flood insurance. Is it recommended? Yes. But it's very important to understand that when is flood insurance required? It's when it begins with A, really outside the coast. If we're talking about coastal areas like Houston, Miami, Charleston, you may also have a zone called V. This is a velocity zone. These are tidal areas, you know, areas usually right along the coast. These are areas that are going to require flood insurance as well. So that's important to understand that when you're looking at these investment properties, immediately you're going to know whether flood insurance is going to be required if it begins with a flood zone A. If it begins with a flood zone V. Now, let's talk about is flood insurance expensive. Now, historically, the average premium on flood insurance was less than a thousand dollars a year. I mean, a couple years ago, it was less than eight hundred dollars. Now, over the last several years, we have seen significant increases. One thing has to do with reinsurance cost, uh, exposures, you know, a lot of flash flooding across the country. You know, flood risk or increasing every day. A lot of it has to be rebuilding in high risk areas and all these different things. But it's really going to depend on, you know, where's the property located? Is it elevated? Is it in a coastal area? Is it along a river? So think about these things as you're trying to figure out, hey, is flood insurance going to be expensive? How close to water is it? Is the replacement cost of the property really high? Because this is something the National Flood Insurance Program now uses in its rating factors. What type of flooding is occurring? Is it flash flooding? Is it river flooding? Is it coastal flooding? What does that flooding frequency look like? You know, these are all questions you could ask as you're per looking at purchasing this property to kind of help you determine, hey, what am I going to be looking at at a cost per door here? Because that's what you really want to know is, hey, is this thing going to kill me per door? 
Now, what about changing flood zones on some of these properties? Is that possible? Yes, it's something we help people with every day. Now, especially when we're talking about things that are in A zone or V zone, imagine being able to change the flood zone where it's no longer required on these. Now, that might help you increase your property value 10% when you go to sell it because the next investor may no longer be required to purchase it. This could be a huge deal for you when making money on this property. Now, what is something you should look for in potentially seeing if the property can be changed on a flood zone? What you're looking for on an elevation certificate is first of all, your base flood elevation. It's gonna be in the middle of the usually second page in the B section. Let's just say that BFE, that base flood elevation is 100 feet. This means what you need to look on the next page for your lowest adjacent grade or supports of the property need to be above the, the base flood elevation, usually be about six months, six inches to a foot. Tells you you are a good candidate to do a flood zone change. Now generally, with a national flood insurance program or you know FEMA who actually does these, it takes them about 30 to 60 days to review these to determine if one qualifies. Now there's usually several documents that are needed. Usually you need a copy of a warranty deed. You need a copy of an elevation certificate. You need a copy of a subdivision plat. You need a copy of a flood insurance rate map. And it's usually a couple other documents to supply the FEMA to show them, hey, I think this property is in the wrong flood zone. So yes, these are possible. But that's what we wanted to talk about in today's podcast. We wanted to answer these three simple questions for multifamily investors. Is flood insurance going to be required on the property? Is it going to be expensive? And should you maybe just walk away? Could you change the floods on this property and significantly increase the profitability on it. So if you are a multifamily investor or you work with multifamily investors, or maybe you want more information or you're ready to take the next steps of doing a flood zone change or getting this flood insurance in place or looking at, hey, what is the overall flood risk? Because that's something we help people too. Hey, what does it look like in year two, year three, year four? Once again, it goes back to profitability per door. Then make sure to check out the show notes. You can visit our website, floodinsuranceguru.com. Click on that next step section, and we'd be happy to meet with you to review these things for you to help you improve that flood insurance situation so you can increase the profitability on this property. My name's Chris Green, president and owner of the Flood Insurance Guru, and your host of this podcast. And I want to say thank you for tuning in today's episode on three questions from multifamily investors when it comes to flood insurance. Is it required? Is it expensive? Can it be changed? Thank you.